0: 512 on your podcast dial. And this is another episode of Better. What the heck? Just trying something new, you know, trying trying to um liven and refresh. That is the opposite of I thought I do <laughs> of
1: liven.
0: F Y I. I I said podcast dial. Which man, that'd be cool. If you had, oh, that would be cool! Wouldn't that be cool? Like if you could like tune in, literally tune in. Well, I guess that's what you do. You just go to iTunes and you pick your podcast and you listen. Turn it. I think we're device? describing radio. What if we had? <laughs> what if you had an antenna that captured a signal as opposed to anything digital? I think we just invented radio. Okay. Marconi. What? Marconi invented radio.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, yeah, it's from. I didn't think,
1: think I would learn anything new today, but. There, there you have it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about this a lot now because I've had some caffeine, and I know a few things about Marconi, but I'm going to skip it so that people don't skip the
1: podcast. <laughs> you want to talk about who... Tell us two things about Marconi.
0: Uh, he's Italian. Okay. Um, and uh, I think Edison um, has sometimes been credited with um, with radio, but actually radio, I think, was... Around before uh, Edison's time. Um, really? Yeah, radio, like television, used to run on tubes. Um, and in fact, um, you know, like, like those like little glass yeah, tubes. Yeah, yeah, and in yeah. fact, we have had more than one of those wooden cabinet stand up radios that run oh, on right, tubes. Right, right right. Yeah.
1: right, right, right.
0: So there's a couple of. Um, before they were kind of cathode and diode driven Whoa. as no. instruments.
1: Whoa! Uh, uh, uh. okay. yeah, see, Thank this you. is where this is where Thank we you. jumped the shark, right? <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs>
0: um, we uh, we celebrated Chad and Tiffany are very very close friends. They're nice people.
1: Their anniversary last night. We yes. Went, we went to a restaurant for the first time.
0: And uh, the mask dance um, in Illinois is a, is a fascinating thing. It's like a fascinating sociological glimpse.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> what do you. Oh.
1: Speaking of glimpse. Just to be.
0: Just so people know what Julie's referring to, um, my fly is down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, yeah, so we went to RPM Seafood on the river. Amazing! We sat outside. We had a great table. Thank you, Bill and Juliana. Um, and yeah, seriously, so thank you, you, Bill and Juliana. You um, wear your mask first. They t- take your temperature before you walk in. You wear your mask to walk in, and you distance, waiting in, waiting for the um, hostess, and then you go to the table. And so when you're seated. You can take your mask off, but every time someone comes to the table, the waiter, you know, to interface with you, the, um, you know, someone click the wine, the sommelier.
0: You you guys did consult the sommelier. We did.
1: Tiffany, I love her. She yeah, we she likes to. And get I had to the talk soup. to the Coca Colier. And anytime someone comes to the table, you have to put your mask on. Which, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, but it's kind of funny because it's, it gets kind of messy. Oh, at the end, I just started holding my napkin up.
0: When well, you do become aware very quickly how good services, right. because people show up a lot. Like, right. you know, like there's different people checking in on you. And then we had a long conversation with Jake, our our uh, waiter, because Tiffany's considering buying a car. And as on a lark, somebody asked Jake, you know, if you were buying a car, what would you buy? And it turns out... Jake is straight up a car guy, (laughs) who owns one of the cars that Tiffany's considering. So we ended up having a long conversation.
1: Yeah, he's he was great. He said he wasn't that worried because he actually just got over COVID, (laughs) so he doesn't feel he's susceptible. Um, And he was masked the whole time, and we were so were we. But it was funny, and you know because someone will show up and you're just like ah, you don't you know, and then your mask is kind of like rumpled up in your in your napkin, and it's hard to like.
0: And just from a style point of view, I think we're all going to have to start really seriously thinking, because I think we have to keep wearing masks. We might have to do it for some time. Denise, who cuts our hair, said she might just keep wearing one. Like, you know, once the pandemic has kind of flattened out and we're not talking about it anymore, she says, like, it kind of brings her some degree of comfort to wear it. And I totally get that, given what she does. Like, you know, um, when she shampooed my hair, because my hair was so long that I put about maybe a fistful of product in it. And she's like, um, I sit down in the chair and she's like, you know, kind of like, wow, this is crunchy. Is it, (laughs) is it it salted? Um, and so she washed my hair, but she did note that, you know, like when you are washing someone's hair, which is a crazy thing to have to do for your job, by the way, I hardly ever do that. (laughs) But you know, like think about where your faces are. They're not far apart and you're facing one another. Whereas, you know, when you're cutting somebody's hair, typically you're facing the same way. Yeah. Anyway,
1: what what was it, what is this masks, about again? Masks. Oh, so, you were thinking style. Yes. So
0: I think I think style-wise, we got to start thinking like something beyond the faux surgical mask. A lot of us have been wearing.
1: I think you're right.
0: With the pleats, I don't pleats have been out for a while. Let's be honest. You know what I mean?
1: No, no, the pleats. I think.
0: So do they, they expand they, the mask, right? They. Well, they.
1: I feel like they make it easier to breathe. Possibly right. Tiffany had a cloth mask that kind of matched her outfit, in it, but it was pleated. My, not today, Rona, hilarious mask didn't match my outfit, but I was still happy to wear it. But it, I when I breathe in, it it comes with <laughs> it suffocates me.
0: But I realize, like, if we're gonna be doing this, like, for a while, some people, Chad in particular, w- would wear the mask over one ear, which a lot of people choose to do. Like, if we are gonna be putting it on and off, not my favorite look. I don't love the no. one ear look. I don't love the uh, chin beard mask look. Well, you're you're straight up not supposed to pull it down and pull it back up like that. Right, right, right. That's yeah. so that uh, what do you call the thing that wraps around your neck? That mask, the the one that, like, baseball managers do wear. I don't know well, owl. Yeah. Well, whatever that. I, I think that's the coolest looking mask, but but it, it's effectively ineffective.
1: Right, because you're touching it with your hands, pulling it up over your face. Right, that's giant fail. But even even when
0: you're pulling it up, um, apparently, like the uh, capacity for your air to escape is higher than it is with a regular mask that. that Actually wraps a little tighter around your head, so there's this looseness in the facial area.
1: Yeah, I like the one that our waiter was wearing. It was, um, it looked comfortable, had really good coverage, and um, we were yeah.
0: And I'm going to appeal to uh, Levi's, J. Crew, some of the denim companies to consider a, a mask pocket, like you know, you got a little change <laughs> no. pocket, a little something, you know, I, I, because I think this is going to be a thing, and. I think if we made this a, a thing that looked pretty good, then people wouldn't... Like, some people look good in the mask, and, like, you know, some people have cool-looking masks, and if we could pull that off, I think maybe people would be less uh, reticent to wear them.
1: It is a bizarre world. Like, when you just stop for a second and look around and think about it, it's just so weird. This is the weirdest time. Anyway.
0: But it's fine. It's not a big deal, and, and, and if we just wear them and we think we look good... I think that might make a difference.
1: The I did see one online that had like a little Velcro window that you could like open to like take a sip of your, you know, matcha yeah. and close it. That might, I wonder if that's problematic.
0: I don't know. Uh, and um, yesterday, uh, Steve Martin, who's been trending because people are realizing, oh, he's not just handsome and a banjo player. He's not just funny and a banjo player, but he's also strikingly handsome.
1: Yeah, look back at these pictures when he was... You don't the have to look hair. back. Steve looks good now, man. But I never knew he was, like, a straight-up, you know, stud muffin. You can talk about <laughs> it. It's, I, I, I'm comfortable with it. I mean,
0: we all, I got a man crush on Steve. Like, there's a picture of him slinging the banjo, man, and he is, you know, white-hot. He looks cool.
1: Yeah, very cool.
0: Yeah. Um, but Steve Steve posted yesterday, he said... Um, Ever since we started wearing the masks, I've felt this insecure anxiety, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but I've finally solved the problem, and he shows a photo of himself, and it's him with a mask, and then he's wearing a giant sign on top of his head that says, Steve Martin, and points down. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, And if you want to see Handsome Steve Martin, Google um, his first album. It's... Uh, called Steve Martin, and it's by the Steve Martin Brothers, (laughs) which I think is amazing in every way. Anywho, so we went out to dinner for the first (laughs) time in ever, and it was very good and tasty.
1: Yeah, Uh, it was actually raining, but we were sitting under a big brawly, so it didn't matter.
0: Well, and I didn't realize, so Chad and Tiffany, because it's their anniversary, got to face like the river and all this stuff. I'm facing inside a restaurant, and I'm like, well, this is nice. And then, you know, you turn around and you're like, holy yeah. shit, this is, like, amazing right here. Yeah, they had a different experience in that regard. And I'm bitter. And I'm bitter. I'm
1: going to call them. No. Um, I will say, so, yeah, downtown, we haven't really been downtown on the river in a while. And it was, it looked, was beautiful. And I, I have to give a shout out to the um, Chicago PD. There was, it was jacked downtown and there was a parade
0: a makeshift um parade right it was puerto rican day
1: is that puerto rican puerto independence, independence day? day yep so there was uh, cars driving with flags and so there was a lot of um activity at some of the intersections and there's a whole bunch of cops and they're smiling and they're like helping all the cars go through and they were being super sweet and I, i'm like what's going on they said oh we're, we're you know we're trying to help a parade so you know it was a nice moment. Right, and it's a makeshift parade.
0: Well, and it's a little moment of, like, a reminder that no issue is just blanket, black and white, you know? Like, I think we kind of picked this up a little bit, um, well, I'll speak for myself. You know, like, you look at um, the footage from 9-11, which every nine eleven, eleven I find myself kind of going down the rabbit hole to revisit that day, I think maybe just in honor of that day and in horror of that day and um and you see like all these first responders all these cops you hear these stories and then last night we see these we see these cops and at one point you and I are going we're driving through an intersection and the guy um kind of absent mindedly is waving us through a red light and then he's like no no." he he laughs and he's like stop Like, like I'm not paying attention or something it was just a great very playful moment he's laughing and um and these guys are um, white and black and Hispanic, and they're all just hanging out together. Um, and it looks right; it doesn't look awful. It doesn't look like anything awful is going to happen. It looks like no, they were really it like, looks like, like they are facilitating helping. a parade that I would imagine is not sanctioned by anybody. And they were anywhere.
1: standing <laughs> like right in the middle of it all, right in the middle of all the right in the middle of all the traffic. They had to like talk to a lot of the cars, like, "Where are you going? What's going on? Wait, stop." Anyway they just they were kind of darling and fun and nice.
0: Well okay so now we're since, no surprise. Since we're making observations one other thing since we haven't been um, I often when there's not a pandemic which is most of the time if you think about it, I would go downtown once or twice a week and you know yeah. so I had a feel for the city and I loved going down there. Wait, Julie's grabbing some trail mix, so let's just... <laughs> if there's a crinkle sound, it has nothing to do with your... Let's see
1: if I get the right,
0: um... It's trail mix, but right. you want the right, the right ratios.
1: Oh, what are these, chocolate you,
0: chips? Yeah, chocolate no. chips. No,
1: thanks. Okay, go on. Oh, come on, are you kidding me? I don't know. Okay,
0: go ahead. So go ahead. there's a lot of jabber about, like, you know, the cities, you know, have been decimated by rioters and looters, and so after I dropped you off at the restaurant... I got caught in a one-way street labyrinth, and I'm finding oh, yeah. myself running down State Street and down Dearborn and up Whacker, and you know I'm all over the place. And I saw a boarded-up window. Well, so, you know, like right. Uh,
1: it's not not to minimize. There has been some not to crazy minimize crazy stuff. But uh, yes, last night downtown Chicago was beautiful, and it was nice to be out. And it's you know, nice
0: that you're snacking, by the way, because I think people like to hear it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, it was. It was fun, and it was. You know, we were. I think it's it's nerve wracking to do something for the first time, and you feel a little discombobulated when you first sit down. Like, what are you supposed to do? Oh, I was um,
0: I, I was anti doing it. You know, um, and yeah, I guess the, the bottom line is you get you get over pretty fast, but that's not condoning getting over it. You know what I mean? Like, in other words, like we were attentive to putting our masks on when we were around people and keeping distance. And so, but, but it felt like everybody was kind of doing their part. And so, that's pretty smooth. and so everybody was having a pretty good time, you yeah. know, like, and, 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 and it did not feel and I expected it to feel a little weird and abnormal, and it did not feel weird, nor did it feel abnormal. No,
1: and really, like, shout out to everybody who is, you know, participating in in um, this new way of life. And, you know, to the people that are working at the restaurants to allow us to have this experience and kind of not notice. Um, I mean, they're they go to a lot of trouble to, you know, let us... Have that, have that experience. I mean, they're they're happy to be back at work, and they are, you know, doing really well. Especially, but they're, but like they're that. taking but, they're but taking yeah, risks, and they're
0: still like every they're they're, they're, they they're doing their jobs in, in in a beautiful way. I mean, seriously, like really admirable way. It's one of those jobs. You uh, th- those kind of jobs are not jobs I think about very often, but when I do, even outside of twenty twenty, I think that's a hard job like you know I, honestly I think serving waiting is there's a lot of moving parts there there's a lot you you're dealing with all these personalities you're me- remembering all these ideas and orders and you know that there's there's a lot of work that goes into that you're walking you're moving you're yeah it's I uh, did it I, I know you did yeah um, I, I don't know I often when I'm in a restaurant wonder how well I would have been able to pull that off. I don't think I would have been the best waiter.
1: I was great at it. Oh, yeah, I bet. Um, no, and, and I've, I've definitely thought about, um, yeah, a lot of people that are working, um, you know, these important jobs that allow us to have these experiences and, you know, buy food and um, get our eyes checked and, you know, just all the things we need in life and all the, you know, all the work they're going to, the trouble they're going to, um, the therapists out there are heroic, Duffy, I think. Yes, yeah. right, it's heroic. Anyway, yeah, just a shout out. Yep. Um, it, was it was a smooth groove. Yeah,
0: Julie's still snacking, by the way. <laughs> uh, how did you decide now that it was time to? Snack? I don't know,
1: You brought trail mix in here.
0: Yeah, but this was a, for our pre uh, pod. We have a meeting with the entire staff <laughs> before we get going. So all the producers and um, the lighting guy and hair and makeup, everybody comes in. And uh, really, we were supposed to share the trail mix with everybody, but Julie <laughs> seems to have taken it over. Um, I've been in an oddly good mood lately, and uh, we're both a little concerned about it. Oh so my God. So that we'd talk about it.
1: John has been um, oddly upbeat and energetic. <laughs> yesterday I was like, Who are you? Are you a completely different person? That was,
0: I was uh, struggling not with just something. yesterday.
1: I was struggling with something and he was like, Kind of like, Ah, oh, yeah, you know, just being really cavalier about it. Like, you know, just like, No big deal. And I was like, What do you mean? What do you mean, no big deal? When did you become so. Footloose and fancy brain, but it's true.
0: I don't know, but he is. When did you move back to the 20s? The eight? <laughs> what am well,
1: I mean this 22 skidoo to you. <laughs> no, he is. Yeah, you are working your booty off. Um, and you are, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I, it, it really is. And, um, yeah, he's kind of a rock for me and I did tell him because sometimes one of us is a we teeter-totter. So I said you have to stay. I'm going to get the gumption up to like meet you where you are but so you have to stay up there.
0: Julie and I have found that the key to a long-lasting happy marriage is somebody has to be down in the depths of depression. <laughs> I mean, really like, you know, just borderline hospitalization while the other person is feeling fabulous yeah um, and then and then you switch positions You literally maybe on a dime I mean I, I don't know how quickly we we've developed that dance like how quickly we switch positions or whether there's a moment you know how like a, a clock is right even a broken clock is right twice a day I wonder if there's a moment when we're oh, switching positions where that. we're oh, right
1: right in the same <laughs> spot we, 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 we that's our goal yeah and no and it's the up spot <laughs> <laughs> that we have to, that we're shooting for.
0: Oh, right. You think we're frequently we, we when we meet we're like at the very bottom.
1: No, I think a lot of times one of us, if one of us is a little is a little stressed or down, the other one, you know, tries to hold the hold up the up. <laughs> right, right, right. So when the other one meets, then it's like, oh, I can drop my up down a little bit. So we're not doing that. We're going for the up up, <laughs> the yeah. double up.
0: So I wonder how you achieve the double up. I just want to share one thought before it leaves me. I talked yes. about the broken clock, right? Yes. Next time, so think about a um, a watch and uh, an analog watch. Um, it, look look at ads that have watches in them in magazines or whatnot, and I'll bet you anything, the time on the watch is ten after ten. Let's move on.
1: They still do that.
0: Yeah, I, because, because the watch is smiling. Oh no, I'm serious. That's that's advertising legend suggests that. I
1: like
0: that. Yep. Can you picture it?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. No, I we've talked about that before. I um
0: Oh sorry, I didn't mean to repeat a podcast topic for you know, I <laughs> No no, no what's a
1: podcast sorry topic. Sorry to
0: violate the taboo.
1: Whoa, whoa. put
0: that caffeine
1: down. <laughs> um I was uh, rapid fire sending George and Lauren um, animal videos today. (laughs) I was just trying to think of things that, like, make you happy. Make one happy during these times. Julie, I find that you don't really need anything
0: external to make you happy. Oh, boy. As long as internally you choose that mode.
1: I guess. True. No. (laughs) I don't know what to do with that, Um, sir. Well let
0: me try to tease out what's going on in my mind. Let me see if I can noodle this through because I'm not sure I understand fully why I feel so very upbeat on the regular. And sometimes I'm not even aware of it until you point it out and you're like, you know, you're doing fantastic. What's Look going on? Yeah. Like, you know, and that one, one day Julie came in and I think I was smiling and shining my boots <laughs> And, and um, whistling
1: a happy tune. Yeah,
0: poss- Honestly, possibly whistling or singing. And um, and I was not aware like that I was happy in that moment, but I actually can w- you act- hear me crunching? Actually was. <laughs> yeah, they can hear you crunching. It's very. We have sensitive. It has here. weird
1: stuff in it. There's. Okay, I'm, I'm stopping.
0: <laughs> it has
1: butterscotch chips. No, those are not. Yes.
0: We're gonna have peanut to butter, it.
1: peanut butter. Okay, go. Peanut Sorry. butter,
0: possibly. Butterscotch is a completely different animal and a bad thing. No. Butterscotch, Yeah, it is. That's That we can all agree on.
1: Can you guys hear me fanning myself now?
0: <laughs> Julie's pretty much doing everything <laughs> but recording a podcast right about now. So anyway. Here's what's going on. Should, I, should we yeah, reflect you, on this? Yeah,
1: John's driving.
0: Yeah, people are aware. So, um, part of it is, uh, I think feeling kind of a keen sense of purpose in the midst of the pandemic, yes, right? 100%. Um, so that I didn't anticipate, and I, I didn't choose or anything like that. That's kind of happened to all of us, and we're, we all kind of react and um, and that, that somehow is, well, I was not going to not show up for my clients. I didn't know there'd be such demand. I actually thought that was going to diminish, but it hasn't. And and um, and I'm happy in my work. I, I like to do it. Um, I'm also happy to be home, um, and I like. I feel oddly in balance, even though on paper, my life is wildly out of balance. Right? You know, so I'm either working like 13 hours a day, or I'm at home and I'm watching um, the Bears win the game. They're not supposed to win. Not a chance. They're really they're down by touchdowns. They suck. The Mitch Trubisky, the quarterback, cannot complete a pass in the fourth quarter. They score three touchdowns and win. And then 20 minutes later, the Cubs complete a no hitter away this, against the Brewers. Yeah,
1: we're recording this on Sunday. Yeah, it's a big day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's a big big day. Um, but I don't remember what I was saying.
1: Ah, oh you're either working hours or you're at home.
0: Right, right, right. So but but somehow that that's working for me and I look forward to both modalities. I enjoy both. I enjoy this right now. I'm having a good time recording this podcast. (laughs) And um, and what I've been saying lately, partly in jest and and no, no, mostly not in jest. I'm going to be honest about this. Is I don't know when I decided this, but somewhere in the last few months, I decided I wasn't willing to have a bad day.
1: You said something about it, and it, it happened on your birthday. Right around my birthday, yeah. On our so which, birthday which is chat? just a
0: few weeks ago. Um, well, I remember realizing. So we we um rented a boat, a little pontoon boat in a crummy little lake, right? And Julie <laughs> and I went out right now I picture that lake being like you know one quarter acre. Like you but the boat barely there's barely enough water yeah, yeah. to carry a boat. Um, and you and I went out one day, George and Lauren were working or something, and um
1: Were we kayaking or on the pontoon? Oh maybe we were kayaking. Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: Oh we were kayaking and I pointed out like, you know, Typically, I am not very good at vacation mode. Mm -hmm. I don't slip into that mode very easily. Um,
1: John did not grow up
0: vacationing,
1: and I grew up vacationing, and
0: what? In the name of clarity, I did spend (laughs) one night at the Wagon Wheel Lodge in Rockton, Illinois, gateway to Rockford, Illinois, um, with my parents and the brufkies, their friends.
1: Oh, I thought it was just your dad on a work trip.
0: Oh, no, no. I guess we took two vacations. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Rockton and went to the Wagon Wheel Lodge overnight, and then um, we went to, Tom and I and my dad went to, on a business trip, that wasn't, that's what a vacation. The, it was very lavish. We went to um, East Dubuque, Illinois. Oh, yeah. Uh, we stayed at Timmerman's Motor Lodge.
1: Oh yeah, we drove by that
0: one. Uh, located up high up on a hill in East Dubuque, and then uh, drove across the river to sit in the car while my dad went and had a business meeting. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> and my my uh, my clearest memory of that trip is um, Tom and I got out of the car in a very daring move because we were told to stay in the Chevrolet. It, this is. A company car. It's very, very expensive, and um, we stepped out of the car because there was a sign on the side of the building, and we thought um, we thought it said what it actually said. So the sign was way higher than us. It was six feet tall. So and it was just a line. Yeah. And Dubuque oh. flooded, and it it flooded all the way up to this line, which for us, we were like little kids, was like you know we couldn't imagine. And we remember we remember driving over the river. It was the Mississippi, Dubuque and East Dubuque flank the Mississippi, um, and um, and and we couldn't figure out why a river that has a bridge over it and is so small gets bigger. Like we could not puzzle out, like you know, well, why would the river get right. bigger than it is? You yeah. know what I mean? Like and and our dad tried to explain. Um, well, it. Uh, you know, enough rain comes down, right? And then the the, uh, river water rises. And Tom, who was smart, said, but the river water's moving that way, so why, when it rains, doesn't it just keep going that way? How does the river ever get bigger, even at all? And if it does, why is it that the bridge isn't bigger? (laughs) Like, if that's a thing we know might happen... Make a bigger bridge and don't put the building next to it.
1: Yeah. Anyway,
0: so that's, there there is one other, if I can share one other great vacation story there. (laughs) Um, My dad closed the deal in Dubuque. So when we got back to East Dubuque, we got ice cream sundaes. And in, we didn't have much Duffy lore, but this was a great Duffy moment where my dad, in a moment of splurging, this is a guy who never had more than five dollars in his pocket. They bring the Sundays, but there's no whipped cream. Oh, yeah. And he said, Can we get a little <laughs> on it? So he wanted to be fancy. So there we were at Timmermans in East Dubuque, man. Did you get it? Living, hell yeah, we did.
1: Nice. Yeah. Where were
0: we? We were talking about. Um, Oh, you decided not birthday, to have a bad day. I decided not to have a bad day. And this is tangential. Don't you think this podcast so far? Always. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I realized that while we were kayaking, I was like, I'm having a good time. Like, I'm, I've been having a good time this whole time. And I, I was unaware of it, but I, you know, it, it struck me while on the, the quiet of the kayak, um, which i actually upended at one point um oh, that's right yeah <laughs> but even that project of like my 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 waterlogged kayak yeah, and emptying yeah. it i enjoyed that too um and part part of it i just realized like i'm not interested in you know I'm, I'm typically a pretty anxious guy and so you know like my day usually starts um idling high you know all the way up there and um and i realized mm, that's I'm kind of over that, you know, I'm not that it doesn't really, it doesn't change what happens at all, you know, like, and and this is something I talk about with people all day yeah. long is your anxiety isn't going to change anything. So let's see if we can change your thinking. And my thinking somehow changed itself. Like, you know, so rewired itself and maybe it was that I turned 56 and that meant something to me, but I don't know. I mean, it, it, I think it was, I realized on my birthday that I've been in this mode for a while. I was kind of reflecting because I do this on my birthday. Um, and I realized, oh, I haven't been like keyed up or upset or down or anything for a while. And this is a year where people are keyed up, upset, and yeah. down, right? And so um, and so, I, I, I'm hoping for to stumble upon some kind of takeaway here that doesn't, Diminish or demean anybody who is keyed up, upset, or down. You know what I mean? That—that—that's the note. No, there's a lot to be right.
1: Okay, yeah, right. We are not. There's a lot to be. So much crap. So much horrible stuff going on. Horrible. Um, If I might, you know, I'll take I'll take take over this part. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But we just, yeah, um, you know, sometimes we just want to just talk and try To find the bright side, um, and not to diminish any of that, you work really hard, millions of hours a day, helping people work through a lot of, of things. You're doing really good work, so I'm glad you're feeling, um, strong and upbeat. You're bringing the joy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think, I, I don't think, um,
0: and I, I just, just to not, this isn't a horn tooting thing, but I don't think I Am at all remotely blind to that there are horrible things going on. No, nor, not. nor am I unresponsive to it. Quite the contrary. Right. Um, I, I feel um, distraught about how things are going, um, really, you know, and I, and I worry about not just politics, but just kind of um, the way. What's awful about 2020 to me is, you know, what it shines a light on about all of us and the way we um, are toward each other. That's, you yep. know what I mean? Like, so, so we can same. say, like, you know, Trump's an asshole and that's why. And, yes, the guy should have reacted way faster. But, you know, still you get people People are screaming at each other and every, all decorum is lost. You know, like, it's really... So bad, you know. It's so bad, and I real part of what I realize, I think, is I can, we can all sit in that and be terrible, and 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 that doesn't move the needle anywhere but down. You know what I mean? Like in other words, like energetically, if you're if you're part of the. Chakra crowd, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're slipping into level seven energy or something, you know, right? We basically were calibrating low energy uh, wise yep. in terms of like anger,
1: victim, level one, level two, right, right? Right, no, I actually, oh, right, level one, level two, right? I actually had this thought, you know, right now there's a very high person, <laughs> I, I noticed I dislike and distrust. A lot of people right now, and everyone does. We're all looking
0: sideways at each but other. But I
1: feel like I think you might
0: have weird politics. I'm still <laughs> me,
1: but so. I feel like I that I, I literally it, I, I I I specifically thought I dislike and distrust a lot of people right, right now. now, and that's on this is me. better. Thanks for coming. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I blame. Um, I, I, I don't like that, but I, I, I think I have to take responsibility for that and I don't even know what that looks like. I can't blame anybody else but myself for that. Um, and I don't even know what that means, but maybe that'll be the next podcast. I mean, I really do, you know, uh, we all are responsible for, you know, the vibe that we bring. Um, and I can't blame anyone but myself, but I, it is a struggle. It is a struggle. (laughs) Well, maybe
0: I'm just finding – I don't like
1: disliking people. No, you do not. It really – You're bad at disliking people. You're a good – It destroys me.
0: Uh, Julie's not kidding. Like, Julie – I don't like
1: disliking and distrusting people.
0: It really – Because you are love. That's – I mean, if I had to define you in a word, that's why your art sings to people because – there is love on the canvas. This is a fact. This is a reality. You ask anybody who has any of your art, Joy, and yeah. it's this joyful explosion, and it is made with heart and love. That's that's it. And so this idea of hatred and and all this awfulness. This is you are you're you're a sensitive, mm-hmm. loving human being, and this stuff does not work for you. You know, I'm terrible at it. No, right. I mean. Um, I'm better at it, which is not – it's something I'm not I'm not proud of. No, I wish I, – I think I carry a lot uh, – I've learned a lot from you about that. And I become – I've tried to go to school on that to some extent, but I fail that every day. You know what I mean? Like you are a little bit of a North Star for me.
1: It is true. Look, it's, I uh, actually, it's a fact. But, but no, no, now that I'm saying that, it is – I, I – that it's it's toxic to me to feel the way I feel about a lot of people.
0: <laughs> well and, and and you're a pretty good um, register of when things are not okay because you know you you have not been feeling like I have and I think part of it is that I think it's like a shock to your system somehow that brings you down when people are awful and the idea that people are awful, it, does, it doesn't sit well with you. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so I think that's, you know, if you're struggling a little bit of late, I think it's a reaction to that. And so, so like, if I, um, as, I as I am wont to do, if I find somebody, if I find something awful online, which is one of my five favorite things to do, <laughs> people yelling or people saying awful things on certain news channels, Julie will immediately react like no, 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 turn it off, and you mean it. And part of it is like, your soul, your spirit is affected by that.
1: I have zero percent um, of a sense of humor when it comes to that anymore. I mean, I, I I don't have any space for it. I can't I can't stand it. I can't stand it. But yeah, that is anyway. I don't know what what that point is, but it is true. I I I don't. Um, I typically there's no one I don't see the light in, right? Like I, I don't, I typically don't like, don't dislike anyone. And that's not, I'm not, that's not like, oh, you're for me. It's just kind of my natural, my default. Yeah, that's true. So when there's just with, you know, when things are, with things being so toxic and the way that I've seen people treat each other, um, it, Really, I, I I have a hard time shaking it.
0: And um, yeah, yeah, it's for sure. It's Yeah. AF. <laughs> yeah, and and, um, and I think maybe the difference is, so because we, you and I, it's striking that we feel so differently these days, right? And um, I feel differently in that. I'm able to turn off that monitor that you have a little bit that um and part of that is this ability to kind of step away it's, it's the the ability to do therapy with some facility is you're in the moment with somebody you feel it right you're you're with them you feel what they feel um and you work it through and you're in this in this thing together right so it's this very cool process that I love and um is you know a huge part of the joy in my life, you know, um, and purpose, um, and and when you um, when when you have a different dance outside of that room, <laughs> where you know um, you're not you're not experiencing the same thing in 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 uh, in any way. Um, you kind of do, like you said before, Like I will step out of that room, come home, and watch Tucker Carlson and somebody else yelling at each other, and you don't like it, and I do, um, and part of it is that I'm removed from that dance. I, I, I am not in therapy in there, you know what I mean? Like in that kind of modality, I am observing, I'm you know what I mean? It's kind of like, huh. How weird, it's almost like watching, I can can remove myself to the point where it's almost like I'm watching something that's fictitious. Um, I'm trying to finish the thought of, you know, why I'm in a good place. And the, the, the final note for me is, I don't know, but I will tell you this. There is part of me that has now decided, now that I'm in this space, I like it. So if you can find this space, You can choose it. Like I had one thing I realized in real time is you can choose anxiety because I've done that many, 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 many times in my life. You know what I mean? Um, Opted for it, and it's not. And this is the truth: it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like I've made it through. I'm a pretty happy guy for an anxious guy. Those um, those don't have to be diametrically opposed. Oddly, I think you can say the same for depression. I think you can lean toward depression and still experience a whole lot of joy in your life. I really do. And so if you can find the space that feels good, you can choose it. And it does. Um, I've talked a lot about inertia to momentum is a very difficult thing. I don't know where I moved from that, but I'm in this momentum phase You you you,
1: don't maybe. You don't ever live in inertia. Maybe. uh,
0: No, that's usually because my heart Joy inertia. Joy inertia, right? (laughs) To joy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But but I do find, and, and so once there, you realize like that's all you have to bring, is. You know, I I realize that there's something a little infectious about it for the people around me, a a little bit. I'm not – my clients are probably like, uh, I still feel like shit, so (laughs) (laughs) what are you talking about, man? Um, But I I know when I'm around somebody joyful, you know, I feel it and I I feel it. You know what I mean? Like It's kind of like a Springsteen show, for example. That's my typical MO. I usually bring the joy. So can I, can I finish with an anecdote? Yeah. All right. So um, it, oddly, when you feel good, you seek out stuff that makes you feel good, right? So yesterday, Julie and I have been, for some reason, sleep-wise, we've had a weekend out of whack because we've been up late both nights this weekend, right? So you slept in on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yesterday. So I got up. At the crack of 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, Alex Lyons, um, a friend of mine who um, is a teacher, an English teacher, sent me a video of George Saunders, the author, the New Yorker guy. Um, and it's an hour long. And he said, hey, listen, I think you might get a kick out of the poem at the end of this hour Um, it's, he's been covering the Trump campaign and, um, it's in Dr. Seuss language and it's really funny. And so, um, I thought, well, that sounds fun. I'll, i to I'll kick up this video up to that point and I hit the wrong mark and I ended up listening to George Saunders speak. And, um, I don't expect anybody here to know George Saunders, but if you go to my face, personal Facebook page, I posted this yesterday, and um, I encourage you to listen to any random two minutes of it, and just just to, to feel this guy's vibe. He's—I loved listening to him talk. I loved it so much, and I think if I were in a different mode, I wouldn't have clicked on it at all. I wouldn't have bothered. I would have been like, you know, I wouldn't have, because you know, I'm stingy with joy when I'm in a bad place. Yeah, and here I was like, "I'm going to give myself the gift of the hour of listening to this guy talk."
1: Look at you!
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so it was lovely. It was this. This guy was talking about art and writing, and he was kind and generous and funny and easy, and my God, just look at George. Look at us. Look at us, George Saunders guy. I got up. It was a shit show when you got up, man. All of a sudden, there was anxiety all over the place and this coffee was getting
1: spilled all over. I did spill my coffee. Oh my I gosh. know, right? Anywho. Um, Anywho.
0: So that's a thought is um, <laughs> seek out the th- – allow yourself the thing that makes you happy. And if you stumble upon whatever state I'm in, this hypomania.
1: you be- You better stay there. I mean, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll meet you. I'll, I'll meet you further on up the road. But you better, you better stay up.
0: We'll see. I mean, if we you start hearing like no, there's a Carly Simon song. Um, I can't. I don't know the um, the entirety of it. I don't even know the. Um, You're so vain. The title? No, no, <laughs> no. Um, but when Mike, my friend Mike, and I have decided, this is the saddest song ever written, and it begins. Everyone will recognize it with this line. My father sits alone with no lights
1: on. Okay, what's the point of bringing that up?
0: If you hear me listening to that, oh, oh, oh. Leave. Oh. leave. Just pack your bags and go. It's over. <laughs> All right, Are we? Th- this is it. Uh, end of the podcast.
1: Yeah, we're, gonna, we're going to see my parents. We're driving to Des Moines. We're driving to the epic epicenter of COVID to try to have dinner outside with my dad for his birthday. Yeah. Before it gets cold and that's not a possibility.
0: So we will be um we'll be positive uh when we get back. No. No, I mean Send- positive by upbeat. Like upbeat yes. is Send what I mean. Send us um, you know, covid list vibes. And um and stay tuned for news, traffic, and weather on the ninth. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> this is better. Love you, honey.
1: Love you, honey.